Greetings and welcome to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship in Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship and the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie. This week's topic is Wisdom in Stories from the Congo. Please welcome Reverend George Wolfe and Dr. Yano Matuka. Hello and welcome back to Converging Streams. Today, back by popular demand, is Dr. Yano Matuka. Dr. Matuka has been with us before. Last time he spoke to us about African traditions, uh, African religious traditions. And Dr. Matuka, uh, first of all, it's uh, nice to have you back. Thank you. Uh, I know there are, uh, in every religious tradition, uh, stories uh, that convey morals and uh, gems of wisdom. And uh, I've heard that there are similar stories uh, from the African tradition, from, from your background. Would you mind sharing a couple with us? Sure. Uh, we'll start with the story of uh, a father and his son who decided to play hide-and-seek. The story is about them deciding what to do first to demonstrate that both of them had a good degree of wisdom. The belief is, no matter how old you become, the father is always the father, and the son will remain the son. They decided to go uh, to, to, to play this kind of game. Uh, first, father said, why don't you start, you son? And this is a hide-and-seek game. It's a hide-and-seek game. Mm -hmm. So the father disappeared for a second and got into a peanut. Uh, the peanut was quickly found by a rooster. The rooster picked it up and swallowed it without yeah. opening it. Now, is it the father that got in the peanut? It's the son. The son. The yeah. son, the that son was to be first, peanut. yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he got into the peanut, hiding in it, and a rooster picked up the peanut in the shell, uh, just swallowed it uh, as it was, and uh, later on in the evening, a, a python swallowed the rooster and when it was doing that noise in the hen house the father heard the noise so he took his gun and went to the backyard and uh, saw the python and he shot uh, at the beast and opened it found in the stomach the rooster and he opened the rooster and found in the stomach a peanut and he opened the peanut, and guess what he found? His son. He said, aha, here you are. He could not really hide deep enough. Still, it was pretty clever, though, right? It was quite clever, because how do you get into a peanut? <laughs> That's the story. Uh, it's a secret, and nobody knows. But the father figured it out. The father it. figured it out. Now, let's see how the father is going to hide. Now it's the father's turn to hide. The father's mm -hmm. turn to hide. Uh, the father said, tomorrow morning... We're going to go hunting. And the son said, fine. So around 4 o'clock in the morning, they went into the jungle and found a big antelope, a large antelope. We have some there that look almost like your elks here. And father shot at it. Uh, the, the animal actually died. And um, the problem was they could not cut it in the forest. When you go hunting and you kill an animal, especially an animal that big, 
you're supposed to take it back to the village for the whole community to to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You have to share. Um, they couldn't take it home. It was too big. So they decided that the, um, I mean, the father said, uh, you son, go home and tell them that uh, at least bring three, four very strong people to help us carry this big animal. The son went to the village and before he got to the village he, he heard that they were crying and something had happened. There were people going to and fro and he said what's going on? He asked one of them what's going on? And they told him that his father had died. And he said no, it's impossible. His father had died. Right. He said, hmm? No, that's impossible. How do you mean? I can't believe this. What do you mean? My father is in the forest. You know, he is he's there. We just shot a big antelope, and he wants me to go uh, together with old, uh, strong people to, to help him carry it home. I said, well, so as we know, he is in his bed, uh, dead. And that's what we're going there for. And the people are crying for that. And you can hear those gunshots and the, the drumming. Um, all that Hollywood noise, as we call it, um, is coming from the village because of that. Hmm. And you know, your father was a chief, a wise man. Yeah. No, but I still don't really see what you're saying. So let me go and find by myself. And so he did. And indeed, they were mourning his father. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I, I'm not taking this. I have to go back to the forest. So he went back to the forest. And his father was still there. He said, where are the people? He said, I mean, they, I have noticed, I have something very strange here. You are dead at home, and you're still alive here. He said, no, I can't be dead. <laughs> Who's speaking to you? Please go home and tell people to come and join us to carry this animal home. Okay, the son obeyed, and he went back home. The same scene was still happening. Went back to the forest for the second time. So the son went back, and they were still there mourning right, his father, right? Thinking his father had died, right? He went back to the forest, and the father was still alive, and he didn't want to keep on bothering. So he said, "Well, son, I want you to tell me, who is wiser, you or me?" <laughs> the son said, "It's clearly you, but how did you do this?" He said, "Well, I can't tell you. That's my secret." This kind of story is really not too far away from the story of the resurrection of the Christ. And how did he do that? We say it's a mystery. Mysteries are difficult to crack. We try to explain sometimes, doing our best. You know, all the stories that have been told about Jesus, um, medical science which may have proven proven that probably he wasn't dead. Well, it is a mystery, and uh, the Almighty is more powerful, and he's been hiding a lot of things that we... Mysteries of the kingdom. Yes, exactly. We have a hard time (laughs) piercing... And and the son, it was not the son to understand, only to appreciate. He was only there to appreciate. As I say, sometimes some questions are good to be asked, but you will never find the solution Mm -hmm. because our lives are not long enough or maybe our minds are not designed to uh, explore and see everything that has been hiding around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, revelations, 
come from time to time, which is why you have those discoveries, you know, the aha or mm -hmm. whatever, uh, what is it called? You know, uh, Eureka, that's not another word for it. Uh, but it's definitely not easy. Research will help us find a few of the things that are hidden once again. But the ultimate answers remain a mystery. With mm -hmm. the, the Almighty, <laughs> the Creator. Now, there's another story I think you've mentioned about uh, uh, a antelope that helped right. yes. someone. Yes, the, the story of uh, do not uh, return evil for evil. Mm -hmm. Is that the way you put it? Mm -hmm. um, this is the story of an antelope um, who, say, that was roaming in the forest and found a, 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 sna a snake called a python. Um, under a, a trunk, you know, the, the, the tree fell o o on the snake and it couldn't move. The snake was trapped. The, the mm -hmm. snake was trapped. Mm -hmm. So the um, antelope moved the trunk off the snake mm -hmm. and the snake was free. But for having been there for a day or two, uh, who knows, longer, the snake was starving. So... Um, Python thought it was a good opportunity now to feed himself on the antelope who had helped him. Mm. And so they started arguing when the, the snake said, uh, I am so hungry that I must eat you. And the, uh, the antelope said, wait a minute, you can't do this. I just helped you. And uh, here came the lion. And the lion wasn't that hungry, so didn't feel like eating the antelope. <laughs> um, but when he heard them argue... Uh, they told him, at least uh, the, 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 the antelope told him that I just have this, this beast and now he wants to eat me. Uh, what are you going to do about it? And the, uh, the, uh, the, the lion said, well, I would like the python to go back where, where you found him. Um, and so the python did, and the snake was asked to push the trunk on top of the... I'm sorry, the, the antelope was asked to push the, the, the trunk on top of the the python back on the python again back on the python and they said well now you are on your own goodbye because he wasn't willing to uh, accept the gift of being set free exactly so mm -hmm. you know when 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 you treat human beings <laughs> people like that chances are you're going to be punished for mm -hmm. for what you have done or you're going to be trapped again you're going to be trapped again yeah. somehow well, there's one other story about, <clears throat> it seems to relate to attachment, about uh, a boy who had shot three boars, right? And, yes. And then someone came along in a boat. What was that now? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is this, the story of uh, choosing the, the, the least evil, so mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they went to the forest, and uh, the, the, the man had killed three animals, but it had rained so heavily that uh, it started flooding. So, um, luckily... Was somebody there was somebody coming along with his boat, but he already had his own animal, so the boat was quite heavy, mm -hmm. and um, he wanted they he wanted them to, to he wanted that man to help him, um, but they told him that he could not get on the boat with his three boars, the pigs that he had, the pigs. wild pigs that he right. had shot. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. and he had to make a decision between staying there with his animals and probably drowning, mm -hmm. or leave. The animals, or probably maybe you could fit in one, mm -hmm. um, and go home. Well, he chose to stay, mm -hmm. and he probably died there. So if we cling to our attachments, we will be in 
in, imprisoned by them in a sense. Definitely, too too much too much property could be harmful to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Matuka. It's uh, it's always a delight to hear these uh, stories, which uh, come from other traditions that uh, have meaning. And it's a delight to hear you Story tell them Congo tradition. Yeah, it's a delight to, delight to hear you tell them uh, uh, so enthusiastically. Thank you. This is George Wolf for Converging Streams. for listening to Converging Streams, interfaith fellowship in our modern world. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship with content and financial support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie and technical support from radio stations WCRD and Work FM. Most importantly, we thank you, our listeners and followers, for your support. To connect with Converging Streams, including listening to our entire catalog of past programs, getting our latest new content, and making your own contribution to this program, visit our website, convergingstreams.org. Converging Streams is produced by Tony Piazza, George Wolf, and Thomas Perchlick. Thank you for listening, and have a pleasant week.